This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. All right, I want to talk a little, there's so much to talk about today. I I do want to touch on the Samantha Bee thing because it happened right before we went on vacation. But let's go back to the Chicago story. There's one other point that I think it's important to hit. So Don Lemon last night um, was interviewing someone about the Chicago thing that happened and uh, his guest said it was evil. And Don Lemon says, I don't think it's evil. He said, I don't think it's evil. I think these are young people, and I think they have had bad home training. That's crazy. Bad home training. That's what caused it. It's then not- I can say that about every Klan member. Yep. Every Klan member. They learned it. Anybody ever see the, the South Pacific, the Broadway show South Pacific? Yeah. You have to be very carefully taught to hate. Yeah. So everything can be bad home training. That's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. And it's, that's the window closing. That's the window closing. We have this aha moment where people on both sides are, their heads are spun just a little bit, they're freaked out a little bit, they don't know what's going on, they've, they've been shook. And if we don't get out of this pattern before it starts again, January 20th, I, I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, they just got to stop playing these games. Call stop it what it is. Stop playing the game. Just call it what it to is. To answer your question earlier, what's the solution? I don't know if there is one. Like, like, we can talk about coming together politically, but coming together politically won't solve problems like this. There will always be but, people like But See, that's my morally. point. I think that's what everybody is missing on what I'm saying. I'm not saying come together politically. Yeah. I'm saying come together principally. You come with principles. Everyone knows that's wrong. You've been covering it on, on the vault that started this week, yeah. which is all about the, the principles of the 912 Project yes. and why that started. Right. Those principles are the core to what America is. Correct. And if you're going to live here, as doesn't matter, you know, whatever your, your sex, doesn't matter what, what political party you are, yes. we all live here for a reason, and that reason needs to be we respect others for what they believe. Yeah. Don't, don't attack others, but it's the, a, it's the principles. I finished a painting for the Oval Office. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's yeah. the life mask yep. of George of George Washington. And then I put tears running down his cheeks, but they're rainbow. Anybody have any idea what, what that, the point of that painting is? What, what, what do you think I was thinking? I'll give you a hint. It's called The Mask of Civility. It's the greatest painting, I think, ever, because I could sell it to either side, and I can make a great case, <laughs> and they both believe it, because it's true both ways. Let's take it from the conservative angle. You know how everybody's saying that we have to be tolerant? And so then we put on our best civil face and we're like, okay, okay, I can respect you. And then 
What do the gay um, uh, organizations like GLAD do? Force you to make a wedding cake, and they'll tell you what your church has or has, uh, cannot do. Mm-hmm. Same thing on the other side. They'll say, oh, yeah, no, we love everybody. But then their church will teach that you need to be stoned to death because you're, you're gay. It's this mask that we're all wearing. Instead of actually saying, look, I disagree with your lifestyle, but that doesn't make you bad and me a hero. And it doesn't make my church hate you know, gay people and, and, and you shouldn't hate my church. We just disagree on this. But on principles, the overwhelming principle is that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and among them is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I have no place in your bedroom. I have no place in your bedroom. That's where we need to get. Now that doesn't, that doesn't go into politics, but we're only making everything about politics because that was the progressive plan a hundred years ago. Our founder's plan was, your politics are your politics. Your beliefs are your beliefs. Your religious belief is your belief. What you want to do, how you want to do it, that's up to you. Let's just not kill each other. That's a novel concept and becoming more and more novel every day. I'm, I'm, I am very troubled about a lot of the things that we've seen, we're seeing, more so now that we've been working on a lot of shows Nathan and I actually have going up towards black history. And I've heard a lot of people make the, um, the comparison between like the 1960s and they're saying, hey, it's like the 1960s. No, it's not. I, I don't think it is at all. No. I would actually say we're closer to around the 1920s. Um, Oof. Reason I say that was is is because in the in 1960s, at least you had this, this resemblance of the church that was involved. Martin Luther King, you know, that was the basis of everything. Yeah. In the 1920s, they didn't. You had a socialist Marxist that was the African American leader at the time, and he wanted warfare. And Marxism, the reason it applied to him was because class warfare. And he was like, look. Basically, we were slaves then, but now we can all be slaves. That's not what he told them, and that's not what the Marxists and Wilson, people like President Wilson, were saying. That's why I, I, I think and now, nowadays we have BLM, who basically have said in their manifesto that that's what they believe as well. Yeah. Capitalism is the enemy. Socialism is the answer. Yeah. The reason is we just haven't been able to sell conservatism. We haven't been able to sell, like, this is the re- we're, you, you're being free. But can I tell you something? This is, this is where people, I don't think, once they understand... And I, I want to make this really clear. And I'll make this about my own church. I don't like the fact that I think most churches are like this. Um, but my church is for sure, because I can only speak for my church. We like to get people into the waters of baptism. We like to say, you can start all over again. Let's get baptized. So Christians will sometimes sit around and they'll say, he's so you know, angry or upset or his life is so hard and it doesn't have to be that hard. We're very excited to share the good news of what Jesus can do. But there's a point where it's also, I'm going to be his buddy because I want to get him into the waters of baptism because I know his life will be better, but it's kind of this game that you play of, I'm going to be their friend. Hey, and then after I do that, why don't you call them and see if you can have dinner with them next week? And it becomes grotesque. You know what I mean? We have to start on the basic, I just love you. I have no agenda except I'm going to find the way to love with you. Right. And, and that, if it's from a genuine place, this is what's happening, what I'm trying to do with the left right now is, is show when Samantha Bee came in, that interview, they ran seven minutes of an hour and a half. 
when, about two minutes into it, I said, let me turn this around on you and ask you why. Why did you invite me? What you didn't see is I said to her, I I'm done, Samantha, because she was doing the typical, you know, show thing. And it would have been good, but it wasn't what I agreed to do. And I said, I I'm done. I think, I think you have more than enough. She said, no, we're just getting started. And I said, Samantha, I can edit this into something that is horrible and you can't do it. She's like, but I'm, I'm not going to. I said, I know, but it's still going to be you get a cheer, I get a jeer, or I get a cheer and you get a jeer. That's, that's not good. And she said, so what would you do? And I said, I would turn this around and say, why did you invite me? And she honestly said, because we're in trouble. And I think that we need to reach out in strange, to strange bedfellows. And then we started talking about, you know, she asked, well, what principles? And I said, the Bill of Rights. Yes, that kind of appealed to her, but then when I said, what appeals to you? What do we have in common? What concerns you? She said, well, I'm very concerned about the, the uh, refugees. Great, so am I. 4,000 people, we raised $12 million. 4,000 people, we got to safety. What? Well, I really care about children. Great, we're saving them all over the world from sex trafficking. She had no idea. And love is expressed differently. We do it quietly in charity through our churches and everything else. They make a big deal out of it. Neither one is right or wrong in my opinion. It's just the way we view the world. But they care and they want to get involved. We're already doing that and they are too. If we can find that link, because that link links us back to here. Mm -hmm. The problem in Chicago is none of the four people could see a human being behind the eyes. Right. That's crazy. We'll kill each other if that's what, what you did, though, is the very epitome of what the church. I know of some churches that are doing it, but they're reaching out in a way and saying, look, we don't agree on anything. But you were able to find something that you can both agree on, yeah. which was refugees. Look, at we both can actually help something. I do it because I believe it's the right thing. It's the moral thing. You might believe it because it's the right thing. Maybe not necessarily the moral thing, but you know it's the right thing. It's when I went to GLAD yeah. and asked GLAD, look, we're never going to agree on bakers, ever. Yep. And my audience will hate the fact that I wanted to meet with you. But they're throwing homosexuals off the roofs of buildings currently in Iraq and Iran. Come on. Yeah. We can't unite on that? No. But that's just because of politics. The real people, and I'm hoping that I'm right about this, that more people on the left and right are tired of the hatred and the arguments and the accusations that they don't want to see their neighbor that way anymore, and they don't want to be that neighbor. It's, uh, the reason I think you and Samantha B. work was because you talked face to face. Yes. Because uh, I had a similar experience over the holidays. I had two family members, one super left, other super right. And we were sitting together, sitting face to face. And I got, by the end of the conversation, I got them both to realize they agreed on much more than they disagreed. They might have different ways of taking on a problem, but they agreed on what the problem was. Yes. And... I think you and Samantha did the same thing, but it's because you talk to one another. I agree. And, and you we, know what? Uh, George Lang, who's the photographer that's done yeah. all of these pictures of me, 
he's the guy who started showing me the different language. And he would say to me, and this is why I pointed out to you, don't, don't say that. Um, uh, he pointed out to me, he said, Glenn, when you and I talk, when it's you and I, he said, we never have a problem. He said, but then I listen to you on the radio and you're saying the same thing, but you're saying it to your audience. And I said, well, that's because they know more of what I'm already saying. They know all the backstory. And he's like, but that just pisses me off. And I realized on my side to the left, I don't speak their language. And they hear things just like we hear things and go, what? What are you talking about? I wonder, we should get Don Lemon on. I wonder if Don Lemon could explain that to a place that we would go, okay, I kind of see your point. I don't think so, but could we? We all have different filters that we view the world through, and we all have different ways of talking and communicating to one another. And the only way you'll ever be able to understand people's filters and their communication styles is talking to them. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. 800-579-4967. 